Hello. If you're listening to this, listening to this wonderful podcast, I appreciate you, first of all. But as the title states, it's Nice Girls Finish Last. Because in my life experience and throughout my family and friends and just casual conversations with other women, it's that niceness that keeps us stuck. And another word for nice is people-pleasing, seeking others' validation in every single thing we do. And through the experience for the last two years, especially with 2020 and now, I feel as if you don't need to pay for a lot. Like, definitely, I will always advocate for investing in therapy and getting some good books, getting some good journals, (laughs) But if I could just explain after all the years of investing, like I bought femininity coaching, I bought business coaching, I bought other type of coaching programs. I signed up to be interviewed so that I could possibly be in another coaching program. And I realized I don't, first of all, I don't have the finances to do all that, but I did. I had my savings and I used it to invest in myself. The sales pages get me when they say invest in yourself because I do, one of my top values is learning and education I always advocate for learning and just I love to learn so I don't mind spending money on it but after doing all that for about two years doing all that buying books buying coaching I can say after all of that there's only three things you really need to do to go from nice to being a more kind person and being a more confident self-assured mentally stable at the end of the day it's just being mentally stable to handle what the world will throw at you No matter if people are toxic, no matter if you're dealing with stresses, you know how to return to balance. And it's not a lot of coaching. It's not a lot spending years and years in therapy. If that's what you need, great. But I believe you'll reach that new self-awareness, that new next level, a different mindset with these three things. Okay. And the first one I will always advocate for it is boundaries. Having boundaries will allow you to see exactly what you want and don't want from yourself and from others. Boundaries will set the standards. Boundaries will allow you to know what to expect from yourself and others. When you have boundaries, the whole world will start to change. I believe that wholeheartedly. And by boundaries, a very quick tip is whenever you feel angry or upset or anxious, like you just don't feel your best, that's when you need to put up a boundary in that situation going forward. And boundaries can be in your physical boundaries. Like what are you willing to touch and not touch? Who are you willing to hug and not hug? Do you want to shake hands or do you just want to do the elbow bump? Those are physical boundaries. It can be mental boundaries. What are you willing to listen to? What do you want to watch? What do you want to talk about? It could be your spiritual boundaries. What are you willing to talk about? Do you want to practice a more religious base or you want to go down a new age spiritual? That's your boundaries. And the one that I definitely implemented this this year has been digital boundaries. Who do I want to follow? What do I want to watch? What do I want to listen to? And being able to say, I don't want to listen to everything you put out. Or you know what? I'm going to unfollow you because I don't want to see what you're doing because it's just not aligned to me right now anymore. So having boundaries 
And then the second thing is something I've been making jokes about whenever I watch TV shows, if I read a book, and there's these characters that are so anxious and neurotic, because I used to be the same way, with so much anxiety and stresses that easily affect me. It's get hobbies. (laughs) Get you some hobbies, get you some leisure time to do something that is productive, but yet is unproductive. And that was my experiment for 2020 because I wanted, I was stressed and I wanted to figure out what can I do to just fill up the time and have fun and not feel so stressed and afraid. And I came across some, I don't even know where it is anymore, but it was do the things you used to do as a kid that you loved. So I made a list of all the things I liked to do as a kid. I liked riding my bike. I liked reading. I liked watching anime. I liked just laying around and looking up at the clouds and having little tea parties and spa days. So I started to do all of that. Me in my apartment, I would pick up different type of books. I asked my family member for a bike and I realized I don't like bikes, but I love roller skating. That's fun. I got in and then I continued it all throughout the beginning of this year too. Until this very day, I have all my hobbies. I'm practicing Italian, I bake, I go out hiking every once in a while. I go out to get flowers and garden or I mess around with my house plants. Having hobbies allow me to not sit around and ruminate if someone is mad at me. Cause I used to be so affected by someone else being upset with me, especially when I was first learning about boundaries. Cause I would, I used to be yes, yes, yes. And then all of a sudden I'm saying, no, I don't wanna do that. I don't want to come over right now. I can't stay too late right now. Or I don't want to work overtime right now. But maybe Friday I'll do it, but not today. And I used to be so afraid of someone being upset with me. Like, I want to get fired. They're going to never talk to me again. They're going to hate me. But now that I have boundaries, it's so easy for me to say no. It's easy to prioritize myself. Because I'm not doing anything to make anyone else happy. I'm doing it because I want to feel good and be happy. And that's what boundaries allow you to own up to. And having hobbies is a good excuse. (laughs) Because you have a schedule, especially if it's a class or a meetup with other people. You want to make them happy. (laughs) And it's a little bit using your people pleasing to help you learn to be more assertive. But especially at the beginning when it's so overwhelming and it's so much change that you're not used to. Because you live such a nice way for so long. And then to switch up and say, no, I'm not going to do that anymore. It's scary. Because that's one thing I learned that a lot of people don't talk about when I go back online and I look up other people's posts and, and blogs and such or YouTube commentary videos about wanting to change your life and be more productive, level up in some type of way. It's that loneliness. Because you had all these people around you in your life who loved you, but they loved what you did for them. And when you start to say no and you start to put yourself first, even just a little bit with one hobby, like, hey, I'm going to read this new book 10 pages every day. That means you have to say no to somebody else. And they may not like it. They may be upset. They may be angry. They may be a bit petty. And you have to sit with that and be okay. And the last thing I would say that if you have to learn these three things to be more assertive, more confident, and a a secure person, it is accepting. And that has been one of the hardest things that I have to keep going back and forth with. 
is not shaming myself for liking what I like. Because now that I'm okay with boundaries, I'm okay with hobbies, I have to accept that I like this type of stuff and not everyone else is going to like it. So when people tell me, oh, what did you do over the weekend? I just had a whole weekend where I read different mangas and different audiobooks, listened to different audiobooks all weekend. I literally stayed up for 24 hours just to read one story because I just kept wanting to read it and read it and read it until I finished it. Not everyone else is going to like that. And that can bring on shame because people can laugh at me and say, that's so lame. Like, why didn't you want to go out and go out because you can do it because everything's lifting with the restrictions? And I do. And I made plans to meet up and hang out with people and do different activities outside my home. But I love what I love. I accept who I am. And if I live my life and if you are living your life trying to make everyone else like you, you're going to get exhausted. And you're just going to not set up boundaries because eventually you're going to realize, then what's the point? Because no one likes me. And I want people to like me. And if I'm honest, the people who want you in your life, like the people who want you for you, not for what you do, but for your companionship, for your presence, for your energy, they will be okay with the boundaries. They may be uncomfortable, but they will adjust. And then when they start to adjust, you will feel more comfortable expressing what you love. Expressing who you are. And you can set those boundaries more clearly and quickly. You can enjoy more hobbies. You can do more things. You can be more open-minded. I truly do believe that. Because I don't think I would be so open and comfortable with expressing the things I do now if it wasn't for the fact that I learned boundaries. And I learned self-acceptance that I'm still having to go back and forth with, but it's getting easier. Because I know what it feels like to do it because it feels good. I don't have to make other people happy and you don't have to invest a lot unless you're investing in nice hobbies. Because I do budget to do my hobbies. (laughs) But not coaching. I don't pay for coaching at the moment. I'm not saying I never will. It has its place. But if you're just starting out and you're overwhelmed by all these different people saying that I can help you and all these different books, all these programs, all these websites trying to get you. If you were just to start with learning about boundaries and implementing them, just one boundary that, hey, you know what? I'm not going to watch this at, like, anymore. Like, I don't want to listen to this stuff anymore. Like certain days I don't listen to politics. I just don't have the mental bandwidth to handle it. That's okay. Set one boundary. And then the next thing is to try to find one thing you want to do this weekend. That's purely for just enjoyment. And when you do find that thing to do over the weekend, don't call it a lazy Saturday or a lazy Sunday. Because that just sounds, at least personally to me, it just sounds very shaming. Because when everyone tells me, oh, I just laid around on Saturday and just watched TV. It's like, did you have fun? Did you, were you happy? Then it wasn't lazy. You were making yourself feel good and you put yourself first. Even if that was all you could do, that's okay. And that's accepting what you're doing and what you like to do. You are with you all the time. You should protect yourself, embrace yourself, and love yourself. Thank you for listening to this. I am struggling with my words. Thank you. I love you, and I hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful day. Be polite, not a pushover.